Yeah. All right, three, two. They got little hands, little eyes. They walk around telling great big lies. They got little noses and tiny teeth. They wear platform shoes on their nasty little feet. Show people got no reason. Show people got no reason. Show people got no reason to live. Oh yeah. Welcome to Butt Stuff. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. That was beautiful. That was featuring Josh McDonald on the, the keyboards on the and uh, Randy Newman. <laughs> and I, By the way, I never really noticed how nasty the lyrics of that song are. <laughs> yeah, dude. There were they're protests. Not, they're, not, um, they're not very kind. The Little People's Union actually used to march and protest at Randy Newman. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for them. That was, uh, that's, uh, you know, you never really listen to the words until you're Do you know singing how many live on a podcast. How many suicides that the song caused? I hope not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be bad. Well, welcome to Bud Stuff, everybody. It's High Fashion Week. It We're, is. Uh, it is. If you're watching us here, you know, you got to get the full experience. You got to turn us on on YouTube. Search DJO's 19. No, you don't have to now. There's a link tree set up through the Butt Stuff Instagram. Oh, okay. go we're, to Instagram. We're no longer shadow banned. We're not See sh- us live. We're still shadow banned. Sorry. See our uh, high fashion. <laughs> and then that was a pause for uh, was, dramatic was that look. If you were listening, that, you wouldn't know. But Was that the blue steel? That was, uh, that was, Is that I top? think that was my own thing. But, uh, oh, DJ is bent on. Come on. You know, come on. I got to have my own my own fashion. What was the look that he's going for? Is it Magnum? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Blue, uh, blue, blue Steel. Blue yeah. Steel was his was his go-to. That was his already like famous look. And then he had, I thought the Magnum was his <laughs> Yeah, the, the Blue Steel. What was the, Owen Wilson had a fucking stupid look, too. <laughs> I don't remember what his look was. I don't know. That Hansel is so hot right now. That, that Hansel's so hot right now. <laughs> I feel like we all kind of look like Hansel right now. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I, I would say, if Different anything, seasons. we looked most like Mugatu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Easily, <laughs> easily stole the show, too. I mean, I guess we all kind of have our own looks. Jim, you look kind of like the assistant lady to Mugatu. <laughs> nice. And yeah, then, I know who you're talking about. I'd I say Josh looks Matrix. most... Josh kind of reminds me of the of the guy that gives him the foamy latte. It's the glasses that are doing the foamy latte for me. I was gonna say jo- Josh. Josh would probably be most like like Hansel. Hansel. Yeah, if he was, he would wear that that yeah, outfit for sure. White, yeah, soft. Yeah, exactly. Ed, Ed looks like he would be David Duchovny's character. <laughs> <laughs> the no, hand model. David, David Duchovny was wearing a suit. I think you're like hey, he just looked like a normal guy. Yeah, he looked right? like a normal guy. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you thinking of me though in there. Uh, yeah, trying to jam me in. You like some ski bum douche. Honestly, yeah. the, honestly, the four of us look like the guys that die in the freak gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's us. So DJ, what the fuck happened on the way here? Why are we so delayed today? Yeah, sorry for the delay. Uh, apparently, my alternator went out when I was driving on the highway. <laughs> so uh, you know, I was almost here, and then. Uh, you know, 
<laughs> my car <laughs> broke down. So was it so AAA won't get you on the highway? So get, get this, guys. If you have AAA, they won't tow you off of a highway. They have to get an emergency tow service to tow you to a safe place so then they can send their tow truck to pick you up from the emergency tow. So I needed like a, uh, what do you call that? A, con- a connecting tow. Yeah. This sounds like a, what I needed. a backroom deal that AAA and the State Farm uh, roadside assistant trucks made like mm-hmm. an agreement. It's like a turf war. And they were like, all right, so we'll, you'll you'll get your beak wet too. You tow them to the safe place. And it's then a racket. We, yeah, it's a fucking racket, dude. This Absolutely. Is, you know, we should look into this actually because it's very possible. Class uh, action lawsuit? No, no. Uh, this is like one of those fucking uh, Jimmy Hoffa like taking fucking underhand deals from the mob shit going on between State Farm roadside assistance and, yeah. and AAA. It's fucked up, bro. So, like, Probably get this, too. To so, I signed up for my, my membership lapse. That was uh, that was my bad. But I called up to, to sign up for it, and they were like, okay, your basic membership would have just gotten you three miles anyway, and then you have to pay a certain amount after three miles. Or you could do the one where you get 100 miles worth of free towing for, like, $30 more. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And they were like, oh, but that doesn't um, apply for after 72 hours. They and I was like, yeah. why doesn't it apply for 72 hours? And they're like, because well, you know, they we don't, don't want to tow you. Yeah, they were like, we don't want people just signing up and then using their $100 worth of towing. It's like, that's what, that's, that's what the service is. You get 100 miles for free. They punish you for not having foresight. Yeah, well, basically, it's just so that they can keep you on the hook keep yeah. you paying well nobody would pay the membership like okay my mom has like one of yeah. those like 40 years consecutive cards yeah and it's just like why you used four toes in those 40 years did you really get your money's worth you know mm-hmm. but they they need something to keep you in there i uh i helped somebody at work they had to jump their car and they were a little bit nervous about the whole jumping of the car I hate that shit <laughs> yeah and they it. were kind of jumpy and i was like <laughs> it, it's fine and they were like i don't know like you're not a professional, and I was like, "Believe me, I, I'm a professional." Like, we do you can want do your this. car fucking jumped or not? That's yeah. what I was saying. And they were like, "Well, I don't see a AAA like a AAA sign on your car." And I was like, "What makes you think AAA is professional? Like, those are just some guys they hired. Those are guys who jump cars. Any it's, one of us could get a good, could get a job at AAA. I mean, it would. It's like I would just tell them, "Why don't you stand 25 feet back, and if your car explodes." Then I'll be the one that takes the hit. There's a your classic. Insurance, your insurance will pay for it. There's a classic line from my dad where I remember one time I had to go get gas and I couldn't turn my car off and I was like, "Dad, what do I do? Like I can't turn my car off." And he goes, "Just fill it. Your car's not going to explode. It's not a movie." <laughs> <laughs> I think I've always done all that. the time, dude. When I w- when I was still working at Domino's, I would like. I'm sure I'd talked about it before, but I would I would be the worst person at the gas pump. Like I'd be like smoking a joint, like, <laughs> like just like leave the joint in the car, leave the car on, put the thing in, put the little uh, gas cap in the thing so it pumps itself. Go in, get a hot dog, come back out, like just like. <laughs> and some lady'd be like, "Hey, I, I don't think you're supposed to leave your car." On. Be like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Like just like. Well, that's not very nice. Yeah, yeah DJ, I know. I've grown. Hey, you know. You do what you got to do. You know what reminded me of what we were just talking to, about with the um, the unlimited. Your mom has the unlimited AAA like forty year membership. Yeah, she's got the gold card. Yeah, you ever heard of the um, the American Airlines AA pass? No. So what it used to be was um, 
you could pay, I think it was $25,000, and you get an unlimited plane ticket. You can get on any flight at any time, and they'll kick someone off for you. Wait, how much? I, that, I might be off. wrong. I thought it was $25,000. A year? Uh, just, I think for... No, okay, no. Lifetime membership was $250,000. And do they manhandle lifetime, the person off the good. plane for you? And they, they... So the famous story was Mark Cuban got it when he first signed his deal. Because he was just like... The reason he wanted to sign his deal was like, I want to be able to just be able to fly to Vegas whenever I want to when I become rich. And just, you know... Pick some girl up at a club or something like Which that. Which arguably he's already rich if he's spending two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars on this thing. But yeah, so the the story was he got it and they had to kick Magic Johnson off of a flight because he had the unlimited pass. So they had to kick kick someone off. Dude, yeah. why why did they pick Magic Johnson though? I don't know. Maybe it was a plane <laughs> full of other you know players or something like it that. Was, it was he a plane full of other people with the gold cards. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that reminds me. It wasn't of that. because he had AIDS, right? I I don't think so. <laughs> Damn, we gotta look into this. What a deal, though! Lifetime free, like you can just fly anywhere at any time, get on any plane. Is it is it bad that the, like the one of the reasons I do like it is knowing that they had to kick someone off the plane for <laughs> that's the best part? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah, just and then just put the video of them getting removed <laughs> off the plane. Just email that to me so Another I can th- watch it. Dude, I would like. I would mortgage a house for that because you could you could live out of terminals like fucking Tom Hanks in that shitty movie. Oh yeah, that'd be right? sick. so just like just be homeless and just fly wherever you want. Like sell everything that you own, get this American Airlines thing, and then you just live on planes and they take care of you. And you just you just a fucking gypsy just flying. Sorry, I know you can't say that anymore, but you're just going wherever you want nomadically. You meet your wife at a Sabaros. <laughs> Yeah, and then you redo a fountain in the fucking construction part, and they, yeah, they're just like, go. whose team is this guy on? We gotta get him. <laughs> that was based on a true story. Is it really? I think that was, I think I don't know. I might I mean, be making that up. I think it is. <laughs> I believe that there was a refugee who had his dad's ashes and like jazz. All of that, I believe, I don't believe that he was in a, a shitty, like, turf war with Jeremy Piven managing the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what was this? This is Terminal. You've never seen Terminal? No. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Is that the Tom Hanks one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was based off of a true story. Wow. By the what way, Sarah that? wrote in and she said, "Oh damn, look at all you divas." <laughs> if you couldn't see, we all just posed and uh, and looked towards the camera. That's why you got to watch us. Yeah, here. check us out on the YouTube now. Yeah. We have a link tree set up. Which, by the way, I was gonna say, you, Jim, you like the idea of kicking someone off of a plane, and I could only imagine you would be dressed like this while it was yeah. happening. Oof. And Remove then, the peasants. I also was going to say, you also look like the guy... Oh. You look like Will Ferrell from the Saturday Night Live sketch where he always comes in on like the hover around <laughs> oh, and has the tiny cell phone. <laughs> that's one of the best ones. He's reminding me of Danny DeVito in that uh, that Andy Warhol fucking episode of... <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. That, it's the glasses. It's the glasses, That's the yeah. thing. Are these, are these Emery's? No, they're mine. Oh, <laughs> I yes. stole them from Emery. <laughs> They're pretty Still sick. a good find. So, DJ, what's what's going on in the fucking kitchen, man? So, uh, today I'm going to be teaching you how to lo- bake a uh, loaf of bread. So, um, uh, my my, you're you're going to be in the kitchen with DJ Blake today. That's the name of the segment. And uh, basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a uh, a recipe that you can learn how to um, 
that you can learn how to cook and uh, I'll be doing it right here on the pod and hopefully by the end of the episode we'll have a nice fresh loaf of uh, loaf of bread that you can um, mm. you can make at home yourself and you can I'll do it all right here for you, you can I'll be here to hold your hand and uh, you can go you know see what you're gonna do but yeah hang on just a moment you guys talk amongst yourselves get a, a <laughs> oh, conversation topic that. I'm gonna go grab uh, see if our uh, dough is ready basically <laughs> Excuse Donald for a second. Sorry. So you guys, uh, you see any good movies lately? Oh, I did. Uh, hold, what? Did you guys hear that? Cell phone. Is that a radar? That's the radar. That's that's the radar, everybody. <laughs> now this one thing popped up on my radar. Oh, Donald's back. Uh, we, we, Couple more minutes on our dough. We spoke about this briefly, but uh, I started watching this show called Preacher. Uh, it is based on a graphic novel done oh. by the same guy. It's Garthinas, same guy that wrote The Boys, which was another thing that was on our <laughs> radar a few weeks ago. Um, I got to say, Preacher is probably not as good as The Boys, but I only watched about an episode and a half, and there's probably five times that I thought to myself, damn, this show's fucking wild. <laughs> so I'd recommend it. It's, it's pretty, I have gotten it's pretty wild. many recommendations What's it on? for that show. It is on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It is not something, it's about a man that is used to be an ex-badass who became a preacher, and he's a pretty bad preacher. And uh, for some reason, a bunch of demons show up in a small town in West Texas, and yeah, that's the, that's the plot for it, I guess. <laughs> did you guys, I like that. did you guys ever watch like Rachel's Gemstones at all? Oh, that was good. I saw, that I saw, was good. uh, first couple episodes, is is good. Yeah, I did. I I watched. I didn't end up finishing it. I probably I, watched like the six it. or seven episodes. I'm the only one that got all the way through season one. It just didn't grab you guys, huh? I no, liked it. Did. it. I just... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Week to week, I was watching it week to week. I think I fell off. That happens. Yeah, maybe it fell off for everyone. I think it's the same that happened for me. You know what show I fell off mad hard is Westworld. I was so into Westworld. And then third season, I was just like, you know, I'm not even going to fucking watch the first one. Dude, I watched the whole, like, first and second season pretty, like, thoroughly. And then the, watched the first episode of the third season and was like, holy fuck, I don't remember any of this shit. <laughs> I was like, I have to go back and apparently rewatch the whole second season because this is not what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then I gave up. Dude, you know what's been hard on my radar? Hard on. Hard on radar? <laughs> Is the Simpsons, dude? I've just been watching the Simpsons nonstop. I heard it's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For thirty years, they've been relatively good, but like it's it's just so funny because like every season, like Chief Wiggum makes one joke. It's just like it was, they were one way away from retirement. <laughs> like, it was everything is just like always a car that gets crushed or a dog that dies. Something like he's one one day away. I don't know. It's just one of those stupid recurring jokes that I'm just like it's so beautiful. Gets better every time. Kind of every every once in a while, I'll be like Jim. They did it again. <laughs> like, Jim, yeah, that's yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, you want you guys want to know what's been on my radar? Boop. What? Uh, the Vow on HBO Max. You guys watch The Vow? Is that the uh, the Keith Raniere thingy? That sure Nexium? is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, you know we're local Albanians here. Uh, uh, hold on, I have to cut Albanians. you off because we have a person that may listen that is from Albania, and they get pretty upset when Albanese people call themselves Albanians. Oh, Albanese? That is that what we are? We're not Albanians. Albanese. I don't know, but my Albanian friend gets quite upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're canceled. Well, I apologize. Sorry, all Albanians. 
you know, we're from Albany. I don't know what you call us. I like Albanese. Albanese. Albanese nuts. But uh, yeah, we're we're <laughs> local Albanese people, and this was a, a cult that took place in uh, Saratoga. That uh, you know was this this guy that's supposed to be one of the smartest men on earth is uh was was in control of what's his actual iq did they say on the thing they didn't say what his actual iq was but they kept saying that he holds the guinness world record for the highest iq ever really i don't know if it's true or not but they kept saying he has like four different math uh degrees from rpi and he has the the highest iq ever so they just keep being like yeah you know, I know this guy. He's the smartest man in the world. You should probably meet him. <laughs> and they just keep, like, throwing it casually out there. You know, there's this guy I know, and, you know, he's just he's the smartest man in the world. You know, uh, if, if you're going to be a cult leader, being the smartest guy in the world is a pretty good draw. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's, it was, it's pretty fascinating to watch, like, how it all works. It's, like, basically, it was pretty similar to Scientology, but it was, like all a bunch of self-help like classes but it's like geared to like businesses so you could start your own off-branch business but they would like hook you into the main business basically so they would like spread all these things like basically like a giant pyramid scheme but it was also like self-help mixed into it so it would be like you know they would like basically control you through how they like it's like what the mob has been doing for fucking years yeah kind of only by you know the mob does it by sheer force and threats so now where which they do that how did how did they get to the branding and shit like that where does that come in oh that's crazy that's so horrible. the the branding like of next the women the women like that were like showing their asses that were branded or something like that oh yeah so that's like why it's called the vow is because like basically if i forget what the exact term is but it's called higher um ground it's higher something mountain but higher control i think it's what's is what it's called but basically he would have these women in his inner circle that um he would like control their diets and put them on a calorie count and count all their calories and basically if they would try and do something you'd tell them oh you're immoral like that's an immoral thing to do what was the calorie or count they're they're the, moral or something well, the, the calorie count to me kind of sounds like that's like a like cults often use they try to like underfeed you yeah and try to keep you delirious so the calorie count is one way that they can kind of control like they'll feed you like just potatoes yeah, and so, these are already damaged people a little bit. Damage is a strong word, but these are people who are coming into this because they're, they're seeking self help. Yeah, and then they're like, they tend in that group, they're women who were successful in this whole process. Right. Wasn't one of them like a movie star too? Yeah, uh, yeah. they were. They were. Uh, what's that show? The Superman. Smallville. Smallville. The one Small time. from Smallville. There was multiple. Um, the other girl that like they focus on was in Star Wars Episode One, I oh, think. That's right, yeah. And she like, got out early. She, yeah, she got. She was like the main one to get out and be like, "Listen, something's not right here." And like she Googled all the things that he did in the inner circle. Like I was saying, it's called I forget what the exact term is, but like higher control or something like that. And she Googled all the things that he was doing, and it like immediately popped up as like, oh, this is what cult leaders use to control people. It was yeah, straightforward. And, and, and from what I understand, too, like the branding was done, 
I think it was almost like a cult within a cult. Like I, I'm pretty yeah. sure the yeah. like the members of Nexium did not know about the branding because that was like almost like what DJ is saying, like that higher control. That was like the inner circle of his tightest women were getting branded. So in Boy Scouts, we had a similar thing. Oh right? boy! <laughs> yeah, it was called the Order of the Arrow. All right, there's regular there's regular Boy Scouts, and then there's like the Skull and Bone Society, and it's like the uh, the high honor. Like the you you do the most community service type shit, and mm-hmm. they have like this weird thing where it's just like we appropriated this ceremony from the natives that used to inhabit this land. What? <laughs> they just like have like tiki Jeez. torches and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I can get you guys in. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I didn't make eagles. I'm banished. <laughs> but way. yeah, uh, yeah, like the one lady who was in uh like star wars went up to the lady who's in smallville allison mack and was basically like listen you're looking really thin like you you like she was complimenting her and she she was not complimenting her. <laughs> <laughs> that was the opposite of what she was doing but she was just like like you're looking like really thin are you okay and she was like listen i made a vow to keith that you know i was gonna stick with him no matter what basically and that was the whole thing of like where the the vow comes from is they would all make a vow. So what's what's do they do they get Keith on like an interview in this thing or not really? So the whole thing is, um, the guy who filmed it was originally a member who was a documentary filmmaker. That so they had filming shit, right? That he was already filming stuff to like show the world, like, listen, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, we're this is going to be one of the greatest scientific breakthroughs we've ever had. Is this thing that we're in? So he eventually realized it was bad and was like, well, I've been filming everything anyway. We might as well, you know, show people like what this is. Yeah, that guy was kind of on the hook because he was convinced that Keith was kind of giving him this feedback that he was gonna like help him with his personal project. Like they were gonna make this movie about loosely about <laughs> Keith. It wasn't yeah. just this a documentary. Like no, it was like over again. And it's yeah, just it's these these sensitive people who are in like weird positions in their life, and they really they're hung up on this dude is the smartest guy in the world. They really fucking think that, and it's like. Did not you? true and if you watch the clips you're like this is awkward to watch because these people are just like sitting there and they're like hanging on every word he says and like the, i don't know they see you can see them see him as like a messiah and it makes no sense so he's like semi-logical it's all pseudoscience he's like referring to data and numbers and these people like they're just like swindled by it like, oh da- head, yeah, yeah there's data oh, okay there's a graph that explains why this that makes sense this works if you were gonna have right. if you were gonna start a cult what would be the draw of your cult can't think of one i wouldn't do it uh, i mean come on that's not really fun for the exercise though i can't think of one dude let me think this what would be the, what would be the draw to my cult mine would be laughter <laughs> i would be I'm like the, the best self-help is actually laughing <laughs> you know what i mean and uh we would just take drugs and laugh in the woods until they all uh we're crazy. <laughs> Followed me. And then I imagine that sucking and fucking comes into play somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking there's something beautiful about the fact that, like, if this guy really somehow was the highest IQ, smartest guy in the world, it's pretty much proven at the end that, like, he wasn't, and it was all a sham, and he got low grades at RPI. But he, like, used all of this incredible mind power to just, like, swirl shit around and trick, like, kind of semi-average people into sex. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna trick like 20 normal girls into sex with me. <laughs> I'm so smart. <laughs> I'm gonna brand them too. Imagine, imagine like, I mean, that had to be like part of his fetish was branding these people, right? I yeah, mean, so it was the, his initials. So yeah, so the brand was his initials just turned on its side. And Allison Max. Apparently, it's like both. You can dude, like see it both ways. I just don't understand how like Smallville. this dude's like. He must be jerking off or something while he's branding you. At, at he that didn't brand. It's <laughs> the girls brand each other. He's oh. not even there. No, but they would have it filmed, and they would send the films yeah. to somebody that the, the and they jerk off after. And like <laughs> it was, it was a thing where like they didn't. They were saying that it was like it was filmed for the master, but like because it was like a cult within a cult, they it was like kind of unclear that the master was Keith Raniere, but other people were like it, they kind of knew. Yeah, it was he has Keith plausible Raniere. deniability, but not yeah. really. <laughs> It's someone we all know. Yeah. It's someone we all look up to, but we won't say who. Imagine being related to, like, a cult guy. Like, you just, like... Like, like imagine that, like, somebody in your in your family, like, just Uncle Billy one day just, like... Uncle has, Hitler? <laughs> Uncle Billy just has a gang of women that he just, like... That, like, open doors for him everywhere, and they all look sickly, and, like... You're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like his family must have seen this shit happening, right? Like, yeah. colleagues, neighbors must have been like, what the fuck is going on next door? Because he just lived in a regular house, right? It was nothing, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, his, like, that's the whole thing is they would have meetings at all each other's houses. In Clifton Park. Yeah. Yeah, they would, um, it was funny, the one scene, like, he was walking around and the documentary guy, they would go for these late night walks, so it's just him in night vision. Just going, like, talking about, like, morality is the most important thing. If we all have our morality, and it's just, like, could you imagine just walking in, like, your neighborhood, and there's just some guy filming some guy with night vision, just ranting about these crazy things. You'd be like, what the fuck? What is all this? It's always funny, too, because one of his things was volleyball. He would make all these members show up to volleyball starting at, like, midnight, and he would he could just appear at any time. So they might have to, like play volleyball amongst themselves at the Y until like 2 a.m. and he'll just show up. And then Honestly, that's how that, a lot of them feel like they, they got their opportunity to spend time with him, which is fucking weird. You, you know, Honestly, yeah. that's not the worst they're not thing talking I've ever heard. Shit. And also he does this thing. Sounds fun. And this was, it was just volleyball. hard to watch this. It was like the thing of just like I could see why these people are easily fooled. He would like stray into these topics but then not actually explain them to these people. And they would just be like enamored and mystified he would like slightly talk about particle physics you know what i mean yeah he does that he'll be like that's why i'm all knowing is because i know how this works you probably don't understand i won't get into it but you know what I mean? it's like particle physics going on. so he felt like he could kind of answer anybody's questions you know what i mean mm-hmm. like that's why they're all mystified they're like wow he fucking knows yeah it's all it's just, just confidence see like it's confidence and but it's that shit hollow never- dude there's like nothing really there but these people are kind of like already yeah, been for anything to make yeah. meaning out of their weird lives, like for sure. And he's kind of like providing that. That's like you trying to tell me to wear like a mask and, and goggles when I'm fucking around with asbestos, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, you know what I mean? And like that's why I could never be swayed by a cult. <laughs> Cause like I'd just be like ah yeah that's all bullshit <laughs> just walk <Yeah>. away <laughs> exactly. at least not like the world's smartest guy cult maybe maybe one of the the, the religious ones could get me if I was on the right amount of drugs you know I just think I'm talking Perhaps. to God at some point <laughs> probably so DJ what do we got going on here okay so here here's what we're gonna do everybody to break your bread today we're gonna make a uh, uh, an Italian loaf 
Now the difference between an Italian loaf and like a, a type of French bread is uh, an Italian loaf is uh, more simple. Uh, a French loaf of bread is is what you would call more of a, a uh, rich bread, which would have... Uh, what the fuck are you trying to say? Um, rich bread. You're calling Italian stupid? This is oh, a hurdle yeah. Absolutely street. not. <laughs> absolutely not doing that. But uh, uh, a rich bread would have more uh, fat or milk or cream in, in and stuff, making this... it a much softer type of bread. Like, we're going to make a chewy, uh, crispy loaf of Italian bread today. So, uh... A good baker always bakes by weight, so your recipe today, and I don't have in front of me, I'm uh, kind of just eyeballing it here. Uh, we're making Italian loaf with a, a, uh, a poolish, or a dough starter, is what it's called. So what you're going to do is you're going to, 8 to 12 hours before, you're going to take equal parts, uh, water and flour, and then put in one gram of active dry yeast, and you're going to mix that around. Uh, your proportions for the water and the flour, you're going to do 171 grams of both water and flour. You're going to mix them together um, and then leave them at room temperature for about 8 to 12 hours. What that's going to do is it's going to bring up your, uh, your, give you an extra fermentation period, basically. So your whole goal is you're going to, you know, the more fermentation periods, uh, the better. So I've already mixed together my, uh, my dough. So we took the dough starter that we had, and we're gonna mix that together with 184 grams of water, 100, 371 grams of flour, 11 grams of salt, 11 grams of instant dry yeast, not active, because instant has uh, more of a kick to it. Are we gonna have to, uh, are we out of memory here? <laughs> we can still go We may live, be going to the gotta, YouTube I gotta, stream. I gotta switch in a second. Okay, well, so all of you watching us live here, you can still see this. So anyway, you're gonna take your dough starter and you're gonna mix it to 184 grams of warm water. You want that water to be 110 degrees, because if it's too hot, it's gonna kill your yeast, and you don't wanna kill your yeast. Yeast is a living organism that's gonna help your dough rise. And then uh, you're going to mix that all together, and then you're gonna knead the dough for about five minutes until it comes into a dough ball. And then you're gonna put it into a well-greased uh, container like I have right here and wait for the dough to double in size. So we've seen that our dough doubled in size here. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna, this, this recipe makes two loaves of bread. Well, are you gonna, you're gonna post this on the, uh, on the butt stuff Instagram, yeah. right? The Absolutely. Recipe and everything? Yep, we're okay. gonna do the whole recipe here. So you're gonna take your, uh, your greased lump of dough here. You're gonna see it, uh, you can see it here or you can just listen. Oh, so we're gonna yeah. divide that into two loaves and we're gonna punch out all the air here. So you're gonna take the backs of your knuckles and uh, kinda, Press out all the air there. Now, what if you don't press out all the air? What's going to happen, Donald? Uh, it will probably balloon up to an outrageous size, or it won't. You won't give it that other fermentation period to kind of rise again that you want. Um, so you see, I punched out all of our air here, and then we're going to divide the dough into two sections. So today, I'm going to make your your average loaf, and then we're going to make like a kind of more Italian-looking loaf. So it's been punched down, so we're gonna take half of our dough and put it in our loaf pan here. Just kind of press it in so it kind of fits all of the, uh, fits the corners of the pan. You can press it, like I said, don't be afraid to press all the air out of it, that's fine, that's what we want. Because we're gonna give this another fermentation period. We're gonna give it another section to rise. 
And then this one, I'm just gonna kind of form into, if you take it and kind of roll it into like... Now, is this our Italian? This is, uh, well, they're both Italian, but this one's more of our traditional, like what you would see in an Italian restaurant, basically. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Exactly, Jim. So we're gonna do that and we're gonna put that on our peel with a good amount of cornmeal on it because the cornmeal is gonna act like ball bearings, basically, to kind of slide it onto your pizza stone when you're baking it. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna put it on your cornmeal, kind of make sure you get plenty of it down there. Mm. Now, does it have to be cornmeal or can it be flour? Or is it very important for the... It's not very important. If you think you can do it with flour, uh, I you, you absolutely can. But cornmeal definitely works better when trying to slide things gotcha. off of things. And then we're gonna score the top of the loaf here. So you're just gonna take a very sharp knife, kind of just make three incisions across here. The scoring is gonna make sure that when it, uh, it rises, it has uh, enough room to expand, basically. Uh, so then after this, we're gonna give it one more fermentation period. So we're gonna have three fermentation periods all together. You're gonna have your, uh, your poolish or starter, and then you're gonna have uh, your first rise when you put the dough in the uh, container, and then you're gonna shape them into your shapes, and then that's gonna be your, uh, your third fermentation period when you let that rise again. So we're gonna give these a little bit of time here, and then we're gonna revisit this in a little bit once these shapes rise, and then we get a little bit more, uh, and then we'll throw them in the oven, and get them good bake on there. If any listener actually makes this recipe, send us the uh, the step-by-step photos and I'll I'll send you 10 bucks and you'll get the bread mm-hmm and Cash. it's and yeah show us uh, your results too let us know how it, how it came out I'll be back in just a moment I'm just gonna go put ours you want to put your dough too when you're proofing it in a warm place you don't want it to be too hot Not because the uh, 120 degrees is uh, I think it's 126 is the thermal death of yeast I'm not hundred percent. Death of yeast is a fucking <laughs> awesome album. Yeast get down with the sinner. But yeah, you're gonna want to keep it in a warmer place. Don't put it in the fridge because then your your yeast won't work as fast. It won't rise. It'll take a way way longer. You want to put it preferably about hundred degrees, hundred ten degrees in a spot in your house wherever you want. Sometimes inside of the oven is a good place. So I'm gonna go place this in the warm place in the house, and then we'll revisit this in a little bit. Exciting. Interlude. Is DJ trying to start like a cult of cooking? I think so. I like it though. Absolutely. It's nice. I feel like DJ's a little bit late to the... I feel like bread was really big like, you know, 10 months ago when quarantine first started and everyone was trying to make bread. (laughs) We're we're a little late. (laughs) I'm sorry. I did what I can. But, uh... No, no, no! You weren't you weren't late with the sound. We're a little late with the bread tutorials. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah! But it's never too late for bread, you know. <laughs> so, Jim. Yeah. What's up, Ed? <laughs> you went thrifting this week, right? Oh, I did. I did go thrifting, and so I went thrifting this week. And one of the things that I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start putting up. Uh, the things that I find at the thrift store, I'll just be putting them up on the butt stuff story just as the thrift stuff. And uh, yeah, so I went this week. I went to a place called Berkshire Thrift. Uh, just had a big reopening. Uh, everything was make an offer. And so I went there. Uh, what? Yeah, make an offer. Do they still run in that deal? 
Uh, it was uh, yesterday and today because they've been closed for like a how late over, are they open till a little today? over two months? Uh, they close at four o'clock today. I would highly recommend them though. It is a very cool thrift store. It's like it's pretty much like walking into somebody's house and they just have seven rooms and you just walk from room to room. And uh, Josh said something earlier that kind of remind like said like you know I hate being watched when you're at a thrift store which is often how I feel when I go to some thrift stores so I any thrift like, store owners listening I feel like I'm being like, watched but at Berkshire the store is so big and you go into all these different rooms that like you're just sometimes you're just in this like weird back room where you're like I don't even know if I should be here and I feel weird like because I feel like I could be stealing things here but I'm just not and I don't know if this lady thinks that I am because I'm just like four rooms away for me, it's not even like that. I forget who, but some comedian has this great thing where it's just like somebody took time, opened a store, collected all these things, and I just go in an antique shop and they just watch you. And the whole time, I'm like, I feel like they want me to buy something, but like it's so hard to watch them. It's if I don't like it, leaving without buying something is like the biggest offense that I can do to this person. It's just like, yo, please, please. Yeah. It was weird. Like, so when I walked through the thrift store the first time, I really didn't see that many things that I wanted. And so I just kind of grabbed this frame. And then, like, I heard the lady, like, just anything. Just fill a bag with Christmas stuff and give me a dollar. She was like, just make an offer on anything. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to fill this fucking basket with shit. And, yeah, so I grabbed a bunch of stuff, offered her 20 bucks. She took it. And, you know, it was good. I was That's happy good business. with it. Wow. Yeah, so go, go go support them. They what, are a very cool place. What was the best find you got? Uh, I probably so I got this like three tier uh, Japanese style shelf. I'll put oh, it up wow. on the story later on. But Jim's I would love to see that. We gotta call it something. The series is like Jim's Jim's thrifts, Jim's mm-hmm. picks or something. I was just gonna go with thrift stuff, but thrift stuff by Jim. Thrift stuff, thrift stuff, thrifty. I like thrift stuff. Yeah, that's because I try good. to go. I try to go like three times a week. I generally go on Monday, Friday, mm-hmm. and Saturday or Sunday. Now, are our listeners going to be able to purchase these items for you, or is it just like... Yeah, so I will definitely buy, like, crazier things. There were two things that I really wanted to buy. Uh, there was... I found an original Atari, which was really cool, because wow. I don't think I've ever seen an Atari, actually, in person. I don't think I have either. Yeah, so I was looking at it, and I was like, damn, this is pretty fucking dope. It was 80 bucks, and I was I sent a picture to my dad, like, Dad, check this thing out. And he goes, oh, yeah. We always just rode our bike instead. My brother Brian was like, yeah, they got better games than Atari now. But no, that was kind of cool. I saw that. And then they also had a giant... This was at Salvation Army. They had like a huge jade figurine. It looked like straight out of Rush Hour. It was fucking wild. It was a jade figurine of what? It was... uh, So it it was sitting on a nice wooden base. And then it was a green jade statue that came up into two lily pads. And then had two frogs on each lily pad. And then their tongues were coming out. And there was a big red crystal ball in the middle. Wow. And they wanted 40 bucks for it. And I was very close to buying it. That seems like one of those things that you would find and buy it for 40 bucks and then figure out it's worth like $10,000 for some sort of like... Dude, my mom has just been on one of those kicks where she's just like... She'll just watch somebody's obscure YouTube channel where they just like look at plates and shit like that and grade like old China from the 40s. And it's just this, this crazy plate lady is just like, if you see one of these plates and it has like a presidential seal on it, this lady picked up this plate for a dollar. It's worth a thousand. <laughs> Oh, wow. There's, like there that. are things like there was uh, a set of four plates that I got and I Googled them just because I was curious. And it was like 
$600 for the four plates. And I think what? I got them for like 15 bucks. No bucks. way. Is this something where you're going to hold on to them or you're just strictly just like flipping? No, a lot of the stuff. So like a lot of the stuff I'm just getting. Mostly when I go thrifting, I'm looking for pictures um, just to put up in my house or like little. I'm trying to steer away from getting knickknacks because I'm kind of running out of shelf space. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I mostly look for pictures, to be honest. Yeah. It seems to, which I have pretty good luck with going to Salvation Army. You can really, uh, you know, dig through with the vultures and find some good shit. Yeah. I always love, like, if you're ever at Salvation Army when, like, it opens, there's, like, 10 people waiting in line. Like, it's a fucking doorbuster. <laughs> dude, <laughs> when I. Dude. So, two things. Yeah, because when I went to Berkshire Thrift yesterday, they opened at 10 o'clock. I got there at 10.05. The parking lot was absolutely packed, and I had to fucking squeeze in between these two vehicles, which, honestly, I probably pissed off both of those people. <laughs> um, but they were fucking packed. And then I went to a restore last week. And I got there at 9.55. They still had the cones out front, so you couldn't go in. At 9.57, the guy came out and removed the cones. In the time it took for me to cross the street to get into their parking lot, like, fucking six cars were already in the restore. Wow. And I was like, god damn, dude. He literally took that cone down, like, 30 seconds ago. So the restore, that's like, is that like a giant warehouse, basically? Yeah, it's like this big dumpy warehouse that has a bunch of holes in the roof, so you see buckets all over the place catching water. But, uh, yeah, so the restore is like this big warehouse. Um, The restore is a little bit more expensive than your Salvation Army, and uh, like Berkshire Thrift, I think, is cheaper than restore. Uh, But restore has a wide selection of things. Yeah, they have everything from, like, fucking uh, materials to build shit with to, like, fucking doors, cabinets, just anything. It's it's, it's like a... What would you call Definitely it? Definitely furniture-driven. Yeah, yeah, where Restore doesn't Warehouse have... Warehouse and more. Restore doesn't <laughs> have any... Uh, they don't have any clothes. So where Salvation Army is mostly clothes and a little bit of furniture and garbage, the Restore is mostly furniture and garbage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. <laughs> Actually, the last time I went to the restore, I bought like four CDs because I my shit was fucked up in my car. I could only use CDs. What yeah, CDs. Did and you get? I, uh, dude, I got this awesome Jamaican mix of just like weird covers of pop songs, but just from this like weird. <laughs> that's awesome. Different local Jamaican bands. That, that was empty. That case. I also got. Wait, uh, you bought an empty case? I bought three empty cases. One had a CD <laughs> in it. Yeah, you gotta check. I didn't fucking check, dude. There was nothing in any of them. Bro, that's hilarious. I know. So what was the one you did get? It was uh, uh, Spring Wedding Songs. <laughs> it was good. It was just a good classical CD. I was just like, dude, I don't know. Is that the, was it, it, when is you the, run is it on one? just CDs, you're like, holy shit, I just need a lot of random variety shit. Because everything gets overplayed when you're only listening to CDs. So was it like songs that you would typically hear at weddings, like September by uh, by Earth, Wind, yeah. and Fire? It was or is like it that. like the traditional, like, here comes the bride in, like, Oregon? Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> A little you bit know that was somebody's wedding song. It had to have been. Dude, you it, may now kiss the bride. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, That's a great I imagine that if somebody's getting married to Disturbed, they're hanging from the hooks or like one of those fucking Ripley's Believe It or Not weddings. Chris you know Angel is the fucking pastor. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that the tattoo artist would be the pastor who's marrying them. So as he has the gun sitting there, do you take 
this person to be your lawfully let wedded husband. I think at that point I would just get the guy that who's the guy that plays Hellraiser and just have him be the pastor. <laughs> what is Doug? Uh, Doug. Um, oh, okay, I can't remember his name. Blue Doug puppy. something. He'd be a good. Isn't he super tall too? He'd be a good guy. To oh have, yeah, yeah. To help appreciate you. Would He's he, like six foot five. Would he just be in regular street clothes, or be dressed up like the hell? No, he would be dressed up like Pinhead, and I would have him lowered. He would have like big hoops on his nipples, and the chains, <laughs> and he would be lowered down. <laughs> so he'd be basically be dressed like you. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be dressed. He would. He would be in full Cenobite regalia. <laughs> I, that's gonna piss me off that I can't remember. Okay, real quick, what would uh, if you if <laughs> if you were to make it on Ripley's Believe It or Not, what would be your your thing, your hook? Your talent. Yeah. Mine would be the boneless chicken. <laughs> what, the what, boneless chicken or what's that thing that you can do where you're... Oh, you, I mean one of the freak show people. I don't mean like... Uh, what's the boneless chicken? The boneless chicken is the thing where I let my arms go like noodles and I flip them around <laughs> my body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did it's you know what was going to be? Uh, Jim, can't you also do the thing where you like hollow out the column in your stomach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can suck in my stomach and then just push out the middle. Yeah, like the oh, sides just disgusting. like suck I remember in. that yeah. from like elementary school. Oh my goodness! Yes. You could just Jim would suck in his stomach and you could just see his stomach <laughs> churning like a fucking snack pack he ate earlier. Yeah, straight up. If, I, if I'm just like sitting there, you can just see my heart beat through my chest. It's really <laughs> fucking creepy. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> well, you got um, a big heart. I always figured, though, if I was going to be on Ripley's Boot or not, it would be like one of the... You know how, like, in some, like, African country, they put those rings on your neck until they have, like, the really (laughs) long Bro, you got to start now. You're not going (laughs) to... Do that on, like, my balls. Just, like, make it so my scrotum (laughs) just hangs so low or something. Oh, my balls hurt. I just saw that in past. I got recommended a YouTube video of a guy whose uh, balls got so big, he has to wear a a zip-up sweatshirt upside down. (laughs) A hoodie? (laughs) Like a hoodie. Yeah, I saw that guy. His balls go okay. in the hood. Unfortunately, <laughs> passed away recently. Uh, so before you take Iron Giant off the screen, well, he can. There it the is, screen. bro. Oh wow, holy shit! You got a nice hoodie on. Those are his balls. Yep. Yeah. Is that like that's like the thing from South Park? It's called a um, testicular elephantitis. <laughs> oh my god! Damn, they show his sack, bro. <laughs> they just have his sack hanging out. So basically, what it is is he looks like fucking Stanley from The Office. This so is living with the world's biggest testicles on YouTube. His if you want to look, he doesn't need to like eat. 180 pounds, and his fucking dick is like still two inches. Dude, it literally <laughs> looks like funny. it looks like an elephant's gut. What the fuck was that movie with the uh, where he's got the fucking thing in the basket and it's like the offshoot of? Oh, him? Uh, basket case. Yeah, it looks like basket case. It's a, yeah, it was his twin that was like from birth that didn't develop all the way so he just carried him in a little basket next to him i feel like his diet also awesome. is making his nutsack bigger Dude, like he you just don't... he puts a towel on his nutsack and eats off of it like a table that's pretty chill so what it is is it's um Incredible. like one of the um either veins or arteries gets like twisted Contorted. and then so is he in pain what happens is is Probably. the fluid goes in but it can't come out because the one that's that's like twisted is blocking the fluid from coming out so it just keeps feeding fluid in there and never stops so could this is this potential for like the world's biggest cum shot oh no Uh, wait (laughs) they blur out his ass but you can see his balls no problem (laughs) okay wait so is that his sack is it yeah is it it's not filling with here we go here we go go. yeah see balls same size oh his dick's getting bigger too no that's something more above it isn't it 
No, that's that's the penis. No, that's oh, the penis, that. bro. That's some shit above it, bro. Go back, bro. If if your dick got bigger, I would go back. fucking twist my tubes up and fucking love <laughs> my balls, See, bro. Nah, that's the... you could probably put that this in there. This is like... straight up that episode of fucking South Park when he's when Randy's bouncing around on his fucking Dude, balls. Okay, but if mm-hmm. you okay, it's it's about a minute and forty five into living with the world's biggest testicles. It's just like a second dick grows over his his, his first dick, and yeah. it's just fucking. I want to play the audio, but they're gonna they're gonna pull it off if we play yeah, too much. Yeah, that's uh, wow, man. Well, that's gross. So if you're gonna fuck a chick, do you fuck her with the original dick or the new dick? Both, one in the pink, one in the stink. Nice. <laughs> does the does the new dick get hard? Uh, no. Does the old dick? Does get it hard? get soft? Is the question. Dude, that's the 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 quintessential pushing rope. That's the definition. It's just pushing rope. Just this this fat this fatty like fucking tumor thing that you're just banging chicks with. Yeah, and if anyone wants to find this, they can just YouTube biggest balls, and it will show up. Oh, yeah, it'll be the. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the search. It's mean, so our, funny because he you gets can, it taken off or something. I've seen an after picture. He's sitting in a chair, normal, and he's just smiling. Really? <laughs> Maybe he's happy. He can sit in a chair. Yeah, so can you still like? Uh, uh, do you think he kept it as a table dude <laughs> <laughs> so the this must be him on the, way, on the way to get fucking oh my god dude if you think about it though like since he's not actually like fat or anything he's carrying around all that weight so the second it's 160 plus pounds mm-hmm. his balls yeah just that thing dude, wow guy's a legend yeah but he... like when they remove that he's just a really strong man because he's been carrying around that weight you got to pull him down from yeah, the ceiling. He, he's probably like that episode of Samurai Jack where he carries the boulder on his back and then he takes it off and he can jump 50 feet in the air. Dude, it's literally like... <laughs> it's literally, he walks with his legs all wide like little kids can just run under him. Dude, imagine... <laughs> he just cartwheels everywhere he goes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Dude, I was... I was. Did I already talk about the, the, the sperm donor guy? I feel like I did. Uh, I do. Which sperm donor guy? All right, there's oh, this, the guy. Oh, guy. yeah, we, we briefly did we talk about, about this? him off air. Okay, so this guy, basically, a random. <laughs> Are you about to give us music for the <laughs> for the <laughs> sperm donor guy? A random guy just started like a Facebook business where he sells his ejaculate for fifty dollars a fucking pop to like <laughs> to whoever wants it. Like, like obviously there are, there are people who can't conceive, right? And uh-huh. so, if you if you were to go through one of these for fertur- excuse me fertility clinics, I can't conceive. It's upwards from ten grand. Like that's like a basic consultation. Yeah, this guy will just sell you his cum for fifty dollars, and he's trying to break the record, like make it to Ripley's Believe It or Not, with like the most kids. It's like wow. it's like he fucking He'll found never it make it. Ancestry.com and just wanted to. Yeah, well, I mean, if if Genghis Khan has the fucking record, Genghis. Genghis, yeah, the Jenga man. Yeah. If the, if I think Jenga man's got it. If you mean Jenga Khan? <laughs> <laughs> I think Genghis is the technical correct pronunciation. If, I thought it was Genghis. Dude, he raped and pillaged his way to the fucking the number one spot. This guy is literally trying to get there by selling <laughs> selling his cum on Facebook for fifty dollars a pop. And it's good cum. <laughs> I don't know. He would argue that. But yeah, like, I mean, we don't have like a doctor. Does he have a doctor like on. condoning this? Because, like, if he has a doctor being like, all right, they're doing it on the whole, yeah, the safe ways. Yeah, it's probably ways. Dr. Demento. I mean, who <laughs> knows if he fucking went to school for eight years. I thought you were going to bring up... Uh... This isn't him, but... Oh, this is him right here. So I'll play a little bit of this audio. <laughs> I'd like to get the world record ever. Make sure no one's going to break it. Get as many as possible. 
usually about one a week pops out. So I reckon I've got about 800 or so so far. So within about four years, I've made 1,000. Ow. Oh my goodness. Meet the man who says he's fathered up to 800 children. Yeah, but he doesn't take care of any of them. He's a fucking deadbeat. Dude, no. He's a legend. He's figured out, like, the way around it. So, like, later on, like, they're all going to, like, one day, these these children will all be 20. They'll be like, I want to meet my dad. And then they're going to be bummed out when they find out it's this fucking loser. Yeah, I mean. He looks like a ghoul, too. Like, I don't know who would fucking ever. Google sperm donor. I fathered eight or 800 children. BBC News. Very handsome. Artificial insemination only. And I think they, they like the fact that I do that I'm not going to try and oh, okay. get anything funny out of them you know he also looks like he could be All right, 60 dude, we don't need old. the little fucking sperm graphic <laughs> what the fuck his name is Simon Watson give Simon Watson a fucking goog and it's just absolutely bananas but like I mean there is some part of me that admires this guy for going out there because really if you, if you think of it from one end he's doing God's work you know he's helping these people who can't conceive have kids and you got to imagine that, like... Well, they can conceive. They just fucking baster his jizz in there and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, he's definitely required. He's providing a service. Imagine becoming rich just, like... Dude, this guy gets to... He sleeps easy at night knowing, like... Oh, I have so many kids. And I've helped so many people. He's been doing this only four years. And he's, like... I don't know what qualifies him at all. Yeah, so four years, one a week. Where does he get 800 kids? He was probably doing it before as like a hobby. I don't know. That's a hobby. DJ, where are we at with the bread here? So DJ's costume has slowly come off. Yeah, it's it's too hard to bake. Well, <laughs> I had too much stuff on. Uh, so we're, we're almost there. We're about to throw them in the oven in a few minutes. Um, we're almost raised up. Um, when we throw them in the oven, you want them to be like just golden brown. Uh, there's no, um, with the recipe I had, there's no real specific time frame. Usually about like 10 to 15 minutes. Shoot for about, uh, I would say 400 degrees on the oven. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're almost there. We're about to throw them in in a few minutes. We want to get a little bit more of a raise on them to, uh, to lift up. Um, Are we going to be able to eat the bread live on this pod? Yeah, yeah. We should be able to. I'm going to give it another five minutes, and then it'll take about 10 to 15 minutes to bake. And we still and have to. And then we uh, should be able to, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I have some butter I brought with me. We'll be able to butter up some uh, some loaves. And we still have some trivia coming at, coming at the folks live yes. here. So we got about 20 more minutes. I would say 20, 25 more minutes before we're actually eating bread on the air. You want to play some trivia now? We can do some trivia. We can load up some trivia. I'm in for that. Get someone on the let air. Let me uh, let me let me pull up some questions here. Well, uh, while we're getting someone on the air, a couple tips that I forgot to uh, mention about the bread. Um, make sure when you have your warm water, you want to um, melt the um, the malt syrup into it because um, the malt syrup is the uh, um, food for the yeast. So the yeast is going to eat the sugar. That's why you need a sugary element in there. So you're going to melt that in there. Another tip, you're going to want to mix in your salt into your flour beforehand because you don't want to pour the yeast directly on top of the salt because that will kill your yeast. They can't just eat direct salt. It will kill them. 
I'm gonna, so you want to make sure you follow those tips. I'm going to take a brief hiatus and go drain the main vein. I've okay. drank quite a bit of coffee. Uh, well, I love you, coffee. you go do so. Okay. What's myself. our uh, What's our Joe we're drinking today? Ed's the uh, coffee Starbucks. master on the show. It's, it's Starbucks, uh, what is it, house blend? Starbucks house blend? It was just that Sam's Club scooped it up. Ed, um, Ed usually uses the French press, which is a superior way to make coffee. I got to tell you, it's it's a uh, real treat coming over here every week for the show. All right, so we'll, we'll get a, a guest on now. Okay. Here, Josh, play us something. We'll write a song right on the air here. You're on the air. Hi, who's this? Why did you choose your username? Uh, it's the name of the podcast you're on, buddy. You're on our podcast. I don't know if I can sense this. Why would I choose to be on a podcast with this name? You can hang up. You can, yeah. We're we're trying to we're trying to play trivia. So uh, if you want to win money, stay on. If Wait, not, so who? what? What's, what's the show about? It's a variety show. Um, sometimes comedy. Sometimes we talk about movies. Right now we're looking for a trivia contestant. So is that something you're uh, you're into? You could win live cash, buddy. Okay. Right now he's fumbling with some things in a crack. That's what it sounds like. We go to the next one. He's jangling. Like... He dropped his phone in like the crack of the couch, and he's trying to grab it. That's what it sounded like. We're looking for people. I to changed play the name on this trivia. app to uh, Butt Stuff, and I haven't been getting. Uh... Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Ed. Hello, hello. Hello. Would you like to play trivia? No, this is. We'll do. We'll do one. I got offended by my accent. You're on the air. Hello? Patrick, how you doing? Good. Do you want to play trivia? Sure. <laughs> All right, we got our first contestant. This is actually this is my buddy Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Local co- Patrick. P A D. Patrick. Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Same Patrick's day. You're, you're gonna be playing against uh, my buddy DJ here. And okay. uh, what's up, dude? What's gonna happen is there's gonna it's gonna be first to three. And if you win, we will Venmo you $5 cash. You're going against DJ. We're streaming live on YouTube. It's going to be a hoot and holler and good time. And uh, what, um, you're just, you're just buzzing with your name. First to three, you get the cash. Sound cool? 
Wait, how do I buzz in? You say Patrick. I say my name. Yep. Got it. You like that? Very clear connection. Okay, so I have I have I have some questions here lined up. Um, The trivia today is all going to be about butts. It's butt trivia. Okay. Butt trivia? We're doing butt trivia. Patrick might win this one. Are you a butt expert? Patrick? We'll take your silence to be What? I said, are you a butt expert? No. No. That makes me feel a little better, I guess. Are you a butt expert, DJ? I mean, I have a butt. I'm an ass I don't know if I would consider myself an expert on it. All right, you guys ready? I think I might be ready. It's kind of hard to find butt trivia questions. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you picked a pretty, I mean, I guess not obscure thing, but I I would assume there's not much trivia about butts. Honestly, Donald, the butt is one of the most fascinating things in the world. All right, let's go. Okay, so where do we get the term full moon? Which country does the term full moon originate from? Uh, DJ. DJ. Donald? Uh, full moon. I'm going to go ahead and say that's an English thing. It sounds like an English thing. England. That is incorrect. Patrick, chance to steal. Greece. That is also incorrect. It is made famous by the Ming Dynasty in China, where bare buttocks were seen as quite erotic as they are still today. <laughs> really? And they were compared to the fullest of moons. <laughs> wow. Okay, next question. The butt muscles are also known... DJ. Donald? Gluteus Maximus? That is correct. It is the Gluteus Maximus. All right. Patrick, we got to get you in the game, bro. It's only two questions in. Yeah. I know. Hmm. All right. Next question. Hold on. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find one here about butts. <laughs> Just do any trivia. Okay. What song in 1993 won the award for Best Donald? Sir Mix-a-Lot, I Like Big Butts. Ooh, that is incorrect. Patrick, chance to steal. Let's hear the full question now. Yeah, can you repeat the question? Yes. In 1993, what was it? In 1993, uh, the Best Rap Solo Performance, which was the, what was the name of the song? DJ guessed Sir Mix-a-Lot, which was incorrect. I like Big Buds. Oh. Shit. Oh, you already answered. Thank you. Did I? Well, that is not the correct answer. I like Big Butts was not... Big Booty Hose. No, that is also (laughs) incorrect. (laughs) Was it Baby Got Back? It is Baby Got Back. Yeah, I just answered the wrong name of the song. You did. (laughs) Shit. It's okay. Now, what are you going to do? So it was that song. I was like, hey, I had the right song. I was like, what other song about butts is there? There's a lot of songs <laughs> about butts. <laughs> yeah, probably. Just not for Back that thing up. Back that thing up. Oh, yeah, there you go. Girl, you look sexy when you back that ass. By up. the way, shameless plug, Patrick had a show last night at Susie's, and I heard he did really well. So, wow. If we had an applause sound effect, I would play it right now, but I don't have, I didn't bring my laptop. Okay, here we are. Next question. 
A 2010 study by University of Oxford suggests that having a bigger booty helps prevent against what disease? Bigger booty. Patrick. Patrick. Go ahead. Ladorsis. I'm sorry, Patrick. That <laughs> Ladorsis? <laughs> that is incorrect. What's what is that? Well, hold Let's on. Look what's, it up. What's Ladorsis, Pat? Uh, it's some spinal disease. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Uh, let's see. I will guess um, having a big booty. Uh, I'm going to say um, against... Uh, man, I can't even think of anything. It does Chlamydia. Not, it does not make sense. The answer is diabetes. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, you'd think if, if you, you got had a fat ass, you're probably a fat fuck, and you probably have to get the bettis. It prevents diabetes. It prevents. Oh, it prevents it. it? Yeah, I was oh, like, that sorry, doesn't make I'm any sense. Slow. Anyway, next question. Yeah, because your 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 fat storage probably stays away from your liver, thereby reducing <laughs> diabetes. Oh, that's true. It just it, it resides it, in your ass. Is this man a scientist? <laughs> he might be. All, All right, right, next question. In 2012. This species of fly got its name from which singer? Which singer? Wait, what? In 2012, a rare species of fly was discovered. It was given a name to it was it was given the name of of is named after a famous singer. DJ. I'm going to say Jennifer Lopez. That is incorrect. Patrick with a chance to steal. Madonna. Oh, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. The correct answer was Beyonce. Oh, the name of the booty, the booty fly. The name of the fly is the Scaptia Beyonce. <laughs> oh my goodness! She's because of its species named after it now? Because of its golden butt. Okay. All right. Next question. These are tough. J Lo's butt is rumored to be insured for how much money? DJ. Donald. Million Patrick. dollars. That is incorrect. Patrick with a chance Patrick. to steal. $50 million. I'm sorry, that is also incorrect. <laughs> gotta go big, it's $1 billion. Are you fucking kidding me? How, how is that, like, what would... for butt, billion, come on. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Ooh, I heard this on Free Beer and Hot Wings the other day. The average part person farts this many times a day. Think low. DJ. 36. That is incorrect. Patrick with a chance to steal. Average fart six. <sighs> that is incorrect. I'm gonna guess seven. Man, you know I was gonna give you guys the leeway because there's it's thirteen to twenty-one times. So if you said any Anything of those in that numbers range, in that range, you would have got it. Dude, Ooh. this butt trivia is harder than normal trivia. I feel like. All right, we have uh, Donald is re-entering the room here. I'm back. Had to throw the bread in the oven. Okay, next question. In what year was the word twerk officially added to the Oxford Dictionary? DJ. Donald. 2013. That is correct. Uh, why do you know that? Because that's since That's like around when, uh, what was that, Wrecking Ball came out? Or what? Was... Oh, like the. Pat, wait, Patrick, are you buzzing in? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, think, <laughs> I, I think Patrick's amazed at how quick DJ knew that answer. <laughs> DJ's one of those. Yeah, he knew. It's one of those people that you see at like uh, the bars. Patrick runs uh, a bar, 
a local local establishment. Oh, do you really? Yeah, so I'm sure you have a trivia night or something there, right, Patrick? Or at least before COVID. Which one? We used to, and nobody uh, <laughs> nobody really came except for naughty nurses. So, <laughs> damn, that sounds like a good time, though. Pat, Patrick, is it cool if we say uh, which which establishment you're at? Are you okay with that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind then. But if you want somebody to if you want somebody to run your trivia, DJ will run your trivia. Top shelf job there. Okay. I would I would, I would do that. He would so, probably do it for a meal too. Are Are we at two zero, Donald? We are. Uh, I believe I have two. What did, What two did you get? You yeah. got. Got that one, and uh, what was the first one the gluteus maximus? Oh, okay, gluteus maximus. Yeah. All right, Patrick, you gotta you gotta get your head in the game here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so next question: the world record. What is the world record for the biggest butt around? The I will take the answer in it's, feet, please. It's in feet, not weight. <laughs> it is in feet. DJ, I'm going to say... Hold on, hold on. If we're going to keep doing increments, price is right rules? <laughs> well, is it either you this guess is a, this it or is, you this get is, This is one number. It is, it is, you get okay. it or you don't. All right, sorry. DJ buzzed in. I'm going to say 10 feet. That is incorrect. Patrick, with a chance to steal. Uh, six. You, you, you're breaking up a little bit. Say it again. I think it said six. No way. Six. Six feet. That is incorrect. Jesus Christ, how big is it? The biggest butt around is eight feet around. Split the difference. Damn. That is a big... We're both close. That is a big butt. Yeah. (laughs) Taller than Ed. Got it. It is. It's it's taller than all of us in this room. Patrick's actually nine feet tall. (laughs) So is Confucius. (laughs) Okay, so... It's it's quite difficult to uh, do these butt trivia things because I pretty much have to just read it and then come up with the question. So that's kind of why the questions are kind of shaky. So right. I'm just going to go to a list here of butt facts. No, just regular, regular trivia questions here that we are on now. Okay. Who was Sports Illustrated first female sports person of the year? Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to take a second to think about this. First female. Uh, DJ. Donald, you have the floor. I'm going to say Mary Lou Retton. That is incorrect. Now, of course it can't be. Patrick, with a chance to steal. Guess. First Sports Illustrated, uh, what was it? I'm just going to I'm just going to say Serena Williams. That's what I was. Oh, that's a good guess. That is a good guess. The answer I've never heard of this part is Billie Jean King. Ah, Billy King, winner of Battle of the Sexes, tennis versus uh, uh, first first person to play tennis versus a man. Not ever, just she, formally. Uh, <laughs> or well, yeah, in a, in like an actual match to prove that women could be better. On our live chat, Patrick, uh, Sarah says you sound like a herb. No, I, no, that was the gentleman before. <laughs> oh. That was okay. one of our uh, stereo people. <laughs> Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> it, was, it was the guy before you. Okay. <laughs> Next question. A flamboyance is a group of what? DJ. Donald for a chance for victory. The flamingos. Pew, 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 pew. It is flamingos. Patrick, That's the win. Patrick took an L on, on this here. There might be a lag. Yeah. Is there a lag, do you think? Do, we, do you feel hustled? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know much about butts, I guess. <laughs> 
I mean, Flamingo. it was this 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 I'm week gonna, was difficult. It was tough. You know what? I'm gonna spend uh, the rest of my day um, looking at as many asses as I possibly can. How's that different from that's, any other day? It's a good idea. He normally looks at boobs. Y- usually, I look at front bottoms, not back bottoms. <laughs> front bottoms, pussies, yeah. or yeah. like front butts, like on fupas, fupas, fannies, knees. <laughs> the pussies. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> Patrick, is that is that a urban is that Herbinoff for you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a that was a miscommunicado on my part. It was not you that was the herb. Patrick but, sounds like a distinguished gentleman. He is. He Thank actually, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no Patrick problem. is a. He's a he's a complex beast, all right. Oh, we got another. Hold on. Patrick has many alter egos. One of them is called actually Pussy Man. Oh, okay. Patrick, can we can we get Pussy Man on on the line, or is this too much like tell a joke to a comedian type shit? That's exactly what it is. Thank right. you. Right. Someday, someday, hopefully, you guys got to be on the lookout for Patrick's local performances. Because it's it's a rare treat if you can if you can catch yeah. pussy man. Well, we look forward to it. But, it's uh, gonna be organic, you know. We're gonna probably uh, wrap things up here, Patrick, with the trivia s- section. But uh, if you if you want, we do this every Sunday. If you wanna if you wanna be a if you want a chance guest. to redeem yourself, yeah. If you wanna come back and cool. get your honor. Possibly, are you guys and you guys are on YouTube, right? We're on YouTube. Sure. We're, on, we're on Instagram. It's uh, you you pretty much have to go through the Instagram. We're kind of shadow banned. If you if you come if you if you look up butt stuff, so much stuff is gonna come up. You're not gonna find us on on YouTube that way. But if you, Google, I'm just gonna spend my day googling it. So right. yeah, right. take it, care. If All you right. search for long enough, you'll find it. All right. See you, Patrick. Thanks, Patrick. So where are we at with the bread situation? Bread is in the oven. Should uh, be another five or ten minutes before we're done. Before we're eating a nice hot, fresh loaf. Man, I'm excited. I uh, I made that egg sandwich that I posted to the story earlier. Oh, and I gotta say I'm I'm hungry. I'm ready for this bread. I gotta tell you, what was on that that egg sandwich? It looked real good. So that was uh, just some eggs with some parsley and uh, paprika and a little cheddar cheese. Really, on so a brioche bun. Paul uh, Paul came into the chat. He says Jimmy looks like Gigi Allen before he started slinging shit at his homeboys. <laughs> Jim, a handsome kid. I said it before. He looked well done. <laughs> you gonna give that well a big done. hell yeah? And Sarah goes, I meant the first dude who was appalled at the name of the song. <laughs> yeah, that one guy was real defensive. Yeah, he was just like, hey, what if I don't consent to this? It's like then just hang up. You're on a fucking podcast app, so you're on the up. phone. Swipe, you know what I mean? Yeah, you he was you just can trying hang too hard to be funny. Well, uh, that's aren't we all? No, <laughs> <laughs> very wise story, story of my life. I'm gonna go take a take a peep on the bread here. Take a gander. Yeah, see how it's going. I gotta say, I feel like you're. Uh, you're our John Batiste today. Mm. For the bread. For the bread. This is real special. Who was who was uh I feel like Carson has had had a band too. They right? all have a band. They all have bands. Yeah. Who's the bald guy from uh David Letterman? Andy Paul? No. Paul, Paul Schaefer? Yeah. Paul Schaefer. Dude, uh, did you ever see Kevin the, uh, Eubanks? <laughs> 
There's this thing where Todd Barry called into the Letterman show, and he was just like, I do a really good Paul, and he just did his own voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's pretty funny. Who's the... Uh, Who's your favorite late night talk show host of all time? Favorite talk show host of all time. Who Arsenio. did the best? Arsenio? Arsenio? Maybe. I Arsenio know. was good. He had Bill Clinton play the uh, the, the night sax. court theme on saxophone. Well, does 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 Joe Rogan <laughs> count now? I wouldn't. I wouldn't count it. Can it has to be late night. Yeah, I would say. Uh, well, I mean, does it have to be major network, or can I choose? Because I, I like. I was kind of thinking John Stewart. John, I think I would count John Stewart. Then John okay, Stewart, yeah, definitely. John Stewart. I'd say my favorite would probably be Conan, Conan O'Brien. I liked Conan when I was younger, but now I can't. I can't take him. Really? Yeah, I can't do it. I think he's. I think he's still good. I still like him. I like. Uh, he did this one thing on he's Hunter on Hunter Thompson. It was like the craziest shit ever. Like he just went over to Hunter Thompson's house and Hunter's just doing drugs and shooting guns. And it's like, come on, we're going to go shooting. And they just go like shooting out back at Hunter's house. It's pretty sick. That's pretty awesome. When did, <laughs> That's uh, pretty dope. <laughs> when did Hunter die? It was February 20th. Uh, what is it? 2000. What is this? The anniversary of his death? <laughs> it was yesterday. Oh, wow. I was going to say, I was like, how do you know that offhand? <laughs> I mean, that, that makes sense, though. 2005, I'm going to guess? No, no, no. It was One. later than that. They 2013. Cre- he was cremated, and his ashes were shot out of a can. 2005. You were right, actually. 2005. Did you say 2005? I did say 2005. Damn. Man. Damn, that's why what a roll. That's why Donald's our trivia. What a roll today. It feels, like, it feels like later than that for me, because uh, maybe because Johnny Depp's played him in so much shit. Yeah. After I mean, fact. Probably. Honestly, I would have thought it would have been earlier. He seems like whenever someone plays someone in a movie, you figure they would have been ted- dead for 15 years. Well, okay. he was alive when they made the movie. When they were yeah. doing Fear and Loathing, uh, Johnny Depp was like living in Hunter's basement. Really? Yeah, it's fucking sick. You got to imagine the crazy sh- hijinks they were getting into. Interesting. <laughs> but he shows like, up yeah. in a part of that movie, right? Isn't yeah, he's just he like does. a passerby. He's just like a random person. Yeah, like they walk the by each other, like wearing the same shit. Yeah. He's like, it's like a thing where uh, Johnny Depp is tripping, and he's just like, holy shit, who's that? Just <laughs> Hunter walking by him in the same getup. That's funny. He's like, holy shit, there I am. You know what's been on my radar uh, also, too, <laughs> to bring that back? <laughs> is uh, Nathan for You. You guys ever watch Nathan for of You? Of course. It's love a it. classic. It's, my, uh, it's we love it here. one of my favorite shows ever. The one I watched the one recently where he does the, uh, he gets the, uh, um, the gift shop. To act like they're filming a movie there, yeah. and he hires the Johnny Depp impersonator, and then they just make the people buy the stuff when they think that they're like part of the movie, and then not give them refunds. Yeah, that's so good. And then they, he brings it before the judge, and he's just like, "Yeah, this is fraud. It's very clearly fraud." And then he's like, "Well, how do I get around?" He's like, "You have to actually make the movie." <laughs> <laughs> so he does, and it's just the worst movie ever. Puts it up in the film festival against the guy farting for 45 seconds on YouTube. Well, one of my favorite ones of that is the uh, the one with the TV that's like the super cheap TV, but in order to get it, you have to go into the room with the alligator. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> an alligator next to the box. <laughs> you know, there are so many. He Honestly, he needs his own show. Like I know he did that uh, John Wilson uh yeah, How to with John Wilson, which is so good. You should but watch that DJ if you haven't. I think you'd like it. I I would absolutely like, like that. You got HBO? 
I, I, yes, yes, I do. I dude, will give that a watch. It's, it's fucking really good. truly inspiring. It's just this dude with a camera, and he just get, gets into all this shit with like all these characters. Really? Yeah. Mm. And it has like a very kind of like tongue in cheek, uh, Nathan for you yeah. kind of vibe. It's based in a lot of visual puns. Basically, what he does is he goes around the city and he films all the time. Oh, yeah. And then there's like a lot of weird meta shit that happens, like people oh. commenting on him. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's like, cool. It's pretty cool, but they, uh, yeah, just pieces it together and then he awkwardly narrates it. <laughs> fumbles to. It's really good. It's brilliant. But then these characters are kind of. The best part about it is that he. It's like the same sort of character interaction that Nathan Fielder has. Where these people are just like not self aware and he's kind of like. They're not aware that they're, they're the not full of the joke kind joke. of yeah yeah, yeah but he's not even making a joke of them he just lets them be themselves and then they're just they're just a joke. <laughs> kind of there's one guy who wants to grow his foreskin back he feels like he was robbed robbed he didn't have a say in the decision and he and you can grow about an inch of foreskin a year really if you weight it down if you oh, so if that, you like attach weights thing. to it okay i'm gonna pull and grow my foreskin back again <laughs> Grow it back again. Foreskin restoration. It's called anthem. tugging. This is brilliant. This well, is a will full, we get, will full we get length pulled for song. Uh, I don't about think we growing will. this if, guy's foreskin. If we don't play the audio, I think we're good. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'm gonna find. He would be pumped if you played his audio. Is that John Wilson? No, this is a guy he finds basically. Oh, this is the for, foreskin restoration anthem. So this is the 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 music that he puts out yeah. to help your foreskin grow. But is that the guy with the f- that wants his foreskin yeah. to regrow? Because he, he, like he invented the tugger, which is a weight you hold on your foreskin to grow it back. Intimacy seemed to be getting better and better for my wife, and for me, that was not true. It was getting duller and duller. In 2001, <laughs> I found out basically that circumcision removes over half of a male's sensual nerve endings, and it takes away an important uh, mechanical <laughs> function for intercourse, which is the rolling and gliding of the skin tube. And I realized that that's that's what I was missing. I started restoring my own foreskin in 2001. People like this are deeply troubled. Mm-hmm. They they spend way too much time thinking about their own Johnson and making T-shirts about how they tug their own Johnson. This guy has a lot of T-shirts made. The funniest thing in this in this entire episode is that like. He's like offering his daughter some juice, and she's just not acknowledging that he's talking at all. You can tell they're embarrassed. He he kind of looks like. Would the anyone guy. in the house like some grapefruit flavored seltzer? He kind of looks like Robert Durst from the Jinx. Do what he does. He do. He's a pure. He's a pure soul. Did this man kill all of his wives? No, they're it's still so, around. So funny that Dottie filled the vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be funny when DJ. So Dottie Dottie has uh, taken DJ's chair. In the time that DJ went up to go, <laughs> to go get the bread, dude, I've heard so much about this bread. You know, I know. I feel like it's been like DJ. You said it would take five minutes for bread. DJ's cucking us on the bread. I didn't say that. Before the podcast, I just want to say DJ said it would take five minutes for the bread. If you had to, uh, <laughs> if you needed to come up with a tugging apparatus type deal, what would your <laughs> what would your your body mod apparatus do? What do you like? What would I tug? Yeah, what would you want to modify? Like, if you were going to come up with a million-dollar contraption, because this guy thinks he has, like, a million-dollar idea on re- regrowing the, the fucking foreskin, which I don't even, honestly... I would I would, I would would tug my tongue so I could get my tongue super long. 
And that way, when I was, like, eating a chick out, I could get, like, three feet of tongue up in there. <laughs> I want to lick her tongue from below. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I mean, I see the value there. But, like, also, why doesn't he just hang weights on his dong to make his dong grow if it's... Like, you know what I mean? Is that Because I think it's about the nerve endings that and the, the lubrication for the, the for the shaft I going understand that. Out. But, I mean, if, if you're going to get in there and you're going to start rearranging your genitals, I mean, I guess for me anyway, the obvious first thing is, you know, take care of the, the real problem, <laughs> problem and see if we can get this thing longer. You know, or yeah, but would, it get th- would, but would it get thinner then? I, I feel like know. you have to pull it and then kind of smash it. I feel like that's a roll of the dice I'm willing to take. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But it is like seriously, like you gotta admire his his gumption, I guess. That's funny. I just listened to the last podcast about uh, Pansram. What's yeah, Pan- Pansram. What is Pansram? He's a guy. Pansram is a, it's a really gross he's story. A, a wild killer. But anyway, the only point that's relevant is that um, at one point while he's imprisoned, he's uh, tortured with a water hose, basically like a fire hose, and the swelling. That happens all over your body is very severe, but he says that the swelling that happens on your penis doesn't fully go away, and he quite liked that. So wait, you're saying that he was hit with a hose in the dick, and the swelling never went away? Just in the dick, yeah, and he and liked he li- it. So it got bigger, like wider or just longer? Just bigger, just all swelled up like it had been brutalized. Did you and, did you listen to that whole story? Yeah. Dude, that one... I might have like 10 minutes left okay, on the, the third one. The one part of that story is fucking absolutely insane, because he was so he was in prison for, like... I, I'm pretty sure it was he was just in prison for, like, murder and, and rape at this time. And then uh, when they get that new... Like, the new person takes over the jail, and they start treating him, like, with kindness. And then they, like... They just let him, like, go out to the bar with them. Yep. And then, like, he... So, like, he'll just go out of jail and go to the bar with them, and then, like... It's, it's pretty wild. And then he just starts killing people again. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we made a mistake by letting this fucking lunatic out of fucking jail. That's just, just early American shit. By the Frontier. way, Sarah said that uh, Jim's nasty and needs Jesus. <laughs> during your... Oh, my... Was that the tongue thing? It must have been the three-foot tongue. Uh, which which uh, loaf do you guys want to try? Do you want to try the, uh, uh, like, regular... Above. Do you want to try both of them? Yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. Well, uh, I'll oh, be right back are, in are, some... Uh, why, are you trying to bring a loaf home? No, that's fine. I'm going to cut them up uh, a little bit of both of them and then bring them all in here. I was just seeing if you guys wanted... Yeah, you can tell by the way that no, he, he, told no. the, he told his mom that he was going to bring her a loaf of bread. No! I'll be right back. DJ has to go... Buy a loaf of bread next door and tell us he made it. He's he's running up to Cardona's as we as we speak. Prinzos. Oh yeah, Cardona's is closed today. Yes, sir. But um, it's better be fucking good bread. You know what I mean? The bread that built the pyramids. I like just hear it. We can hear DJ cutting in the other room with 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 like fucking. There's hate in it, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, we 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 never got DJ what DJ would body mod. DJ, what do you need to body mod? Frosted tips. Yes. DJ said yes to the frosted tips, and it's really body mod. Do you think anybody's gonna listen to this and just be like, what are they fucking making bread? (laughs) I mean, DJ did have like like a twenty minute um, explanation of how you make the bread. Yeah, no, I know, but like, do you think anybody? Think anybody's actually gonna make it? No. Yeah, fuck yeah. Who? I don't know. Someone. 
I had somebody make a meatloaf for seven minute meatloaf. That's crazy. That was, that was wild. We gotta we gotta see if we can't get some seven minute meatloaf fans on here. We we gotta see if we can't get seven minute meatloaf on the on the pot himself. You think we could get Doug Boo Peppy? I think we I think we might be able to swing something. We might know somebody that knows Doug Boo Peppy. I heard that he was vacationing down south until COVID, or <laughs> something like that. Where where has he been? Uh, he's I believe he's touring. Uh, he he was touring the uh, the Aborigines. You know, he was going through Australia. He was, uh, they make a great loaf down there. Do so, they really? Yeah, they're cannibals, and they make it out of humans. Tastes like pork. It's the forbidden loaf. Do they actually eat people, the Aboriginal? I'm not going to say they don't. Desperate times call for desperate measures. I was watching this, uh, did you, you, you actually, you saw Cooked, right? I think so. All right, the John Favreau thing. Yeah, where... yeah, yeah. That was really good. Wait, no, it's not cooked. It's maybe it's the other the other thing. Chefs. It's like um... DJ just shouted something from the other room. What is it, DJ? Chef show. Yeah, it might be chef show. No, it was like this douche who wrote a book on food, and he was like basically saying that uh, the origins of like cooking with fire came from like a, a lightning strike that hit a tree or something like that it hit a tree which was near a dead zebra and then a man walked up to it something like that and he ate the dead he ate the cooked zebra and you're not happy with that story well no 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 i think that it's, it's accurate but i mean the they had a whole segment on aborigines and like this thing that they would do to cook the lizards like they would yeah yeah I remember they would trap lizards and then they would like set a fire around them in like their little den and then just go harvest all the cooked Cooked lizards or something. That sounds like fun. That. I bet cooked lizards is pretty good. I like alligator. I like alligator too. I've only had it at a uh, Nanola though. Where did you have alligator, Jim? Uh, I've had it uh, a couple different places. Enlighten me. And I've had alligator jerky. Where do I, where does one get alligator jerky? Price Chopper. Really, they have it at and Price Chopper. Yeah, they got that little brand. There's a beef jerky outlet bison. too in Latham. That's uh, dude. My brother got us all beef jerky for Christmas, and holy shit, dude! It, he got it all from the beef jerky outlet in uh, Latham, and it is good. Oh, let's see this. Let's take a look at this bread here. Like I'm good like this. Okay. DJ, this bread better fucking. My socks better be off yeah. by the time I'm Can done. Can I steal one? Yeah, go for it. The, the, you guys help yourselves. There, I got like a knife for butter here if you guys want it, yeah. and then another knife for cutting if you guys want you to try wanna, one. You just want to slide one of them pieces of butter on here sure, for me? Sure, sure. I'm putting the butter on with my fucking hand. My, yeah, my sense. gangly little fingers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then do you, right. want to use the, do you want to use the knife? No, no, no. Okay. I'm a garbage person, Donald. Butter mine here. Then Josh's hands are busy, but we can... Uh, here, you want me to butter you one up, Josh? Sure. Okay, you want a uh, regular loaf or like an Italian crispy loaf? I'll start regular. regular mm. okay. And now this is the ASMR segment of our show. It is. Do you want butter? Yes, please. Okay. Oh. Mm, that is good. You know what, listeners? This is really good fucking bread. You guys should make this recipe. The number one ingredient in bread is thyme and air. Those are the number two, one, one, and two. Oh, the number ingredient for me is love. And love also. 
So we're gonna try this here. I'm, I'm trying to try an, an Italian Holy shit, here. dude, it's really good. Perfectly salted, in my opinion. A nice, uh, nice mm. crisp crust on the outside. Alive and not doughy in the middle. You can't, mm, you can't, way. you can't buy this. You can't buy this at the store. One thing that I've learned, uh, you know, come quarantine, is if you bake your own bread. Can I get another uh, little slab of butter on this? It's way better than going to the store. You might be like, I don't feel like taking all that time to, to, thank you, sir. To, you know, let the bread rise and then go do this or that or the other thing. But once you taste a loaf of bread that you've baked yourself and it's this good, there aren't many better feelings than that in the world. That's just what I think. Except butt stuff. So and butt stuff. All said and done, how much how much do these two loaves cost? That's a uh, that's a loaded question. I would probably say if you did the math, it's mostly like you know, you use like a couple tablespoons of salt. Probably, maybe like a quarter of a thing of flour, maybe a dollar. I bet that's even a probably that's even a lot more. Yeah, probably more like eighty cents, something like that. And this would run four or five dollars if you were to get it from your local supermarket, your local Easily. bakery. And they put a whole bunch of riboflavin and other fucking weird extenders and shelf stabilizers. Yeah. Like, come on. I'm not going to lie. I could house that whole fucking loaf. I was so fucking dumb. That's the other good thing about making your own bread. There's something weird. Like, when you go to the store and you buy a, a white loaf of bread, you're not excited about it. You're not fucking everybody's surrounding it and buttering it up and eating it on its own. That's right. You put it in your cupboard and you don't fucking use it all before it rots. Which but one? when uh, you make a loaf of bread, you sit around and it's like this thing that we all honor and we're all grateful. And in, now it's the topic of conversation, this loaf of bread. Exactly. Hmm. Which one did you guys like better? Do you like the 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 second one? The uh, like the Italian style, not just like the loaf of bread. Whatever that one is. Mhm. Mm that was good. They're both very good. They have their own uh, own things. The listeners right now are like, "Ew, these fuckers are just eating bread." Mm -hmm. and I'm like, eating bread on the air. I have to cut some more off because this is. I'm I'm wrapped up. Yeah, chop it up. I'm tangled you. in wires. Mm-hmm. You're gonna want to take the uh, the serrated knife there. But yeah, like Ed said, everybody, uh, let us know on Instagram if you make any of our recipes. If you have any suggestions for what we can make next, I'm definitely open to making other things on the show. Yeah. Uh, walking you guys through uh, some other recipes that I have. Yeah. Next week, I'll uh, I'll make my world famous recipe for ice. <laughs> you know. I'm very intrigued to see what that is. It's, it's amazing. There's actually only one ingredient for us. <laughs> so wait till next week to find out what that is. I guess I guess we'll see. But yeah, and then if you make it, give us a shout on Instagram. Let us know, uh, let Collect us know your results. Collect your $5 prize. Collect your $5 prize. Everything. What, what other fucking entertainer is going to pay you $5 to learn something? To learn something that's a valuable skill that you will very much appreciate. Sorry, I'll <laughs> Not many. Who's going to butter your bread like Donald? <laughs> Nobody. Mm. I'm saying it. 
Fuck, dude. It's really it's hard to have this all in front of you and not just want to just eat the next <laughs> just, thing. Just grab another. Like, imagine yeah. this with some fucking sauce. The Italian one, just like <clears throat> for uh, for Valentine's Day, I made uh, I made some bread and I made a like, like a garlic oil to dip it in. He's not talking about sex, listeners. <laughs> That's correct. Talking about actual garlic oil, and now uh, that was that was a treat too. This is so good. The sex or the garlic oil? <laughs> <gasps> no comment. <laughs> God, this bread is so good. I don't know. Coming around, maybe this this the second piece that, or the third piece that I had is also. Oh, they're so good. Now, DJ, would you ever get like a bread slicer and just like go completely off the grid with this shit? A bread slicer? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what do you mean by going off the grid? Like, trying like never sell buy it? another bread. Never buy another bread. You know, it does take. <coughs> Excuse me. It does take time to make a loaf of bread. So if I'm ever like squeezed for time, it's it's you know gonna be tough to, you know, commit a few hours to baking a loaf. But I mean I plan on making a loaf of bread every Sunday probably. Try and last me through the week. You know, why not? It's cheaper, it's 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 more fun. It's, it's better tasting. You know, one of the things, it's not the same, but one of the things that my mom does usually for Sunday dinner is she'll just get the pre-made, like, pizza dough and then just kind of form that into a bread and just put garlic butter over it. And mm-hmm. It's real good. Not as good as this. No, one. that's a good idea. Yeah, and one of these times we could do pizza. I do make pizza dough also. Get one of those going. Teach you the tricks of the trade on the pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we just lost all... No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> we're going to wrap this thing up. All right, yeah. I think, I, think, I think we're coming up towards the end. It's been about solid 10 minutes of us chewing. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, listeners, wow. uh, we appreciate your listenership. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Butt Stuff Podcast. Uh, click on our links to our uh, YouTube channel. Come, come find us on YouTube. Uh, give us a watch there. That way you can see what we're saying you can't just listen to what we're saying you can see what we're saying and keep an eye out for uh for our trivia times and if you want to be on our show and you know participate and try to take down our reigning tramp don lad damn right uh, good fucking luck (laughs) guy knows the shit guy knows when twerk was in the dictionary so (laughs) that was a good pull well anybody Anyway, oh, and uh, shout out to um here. I gotta I gotta give a shout out here, guys. Go play um when it comes out on uh no oh, of course it would. When it comes out on Nintendo, play Knockout City. Why? We have a uh, I don't know if I I should be shouting out his oh, name, okay. but we know someone who's the uh, like the main voice in the game. Is Knockout City is that like a relation to Mike Tyson's Punch Out Knockout? Uh, no, it's like, um, it's, it looks cool. It's, uh, like, um, it looks almost like Rocket League, where, like, your characters, and you run around and grab balls and try and throw them into a goal and everything, and you can run around with your guy. Alright. Check it out when it comes out. There's already a trailer out there in a beta, I think. Check that out. See you next week. <laughs>